Avassi landlubbers, soil tillers, and rock scrabblers. What happens when an immovable object meets a hurricane gale like that of the Tidebreaker crew? Well, this is your old skullduggery GM here, Patrick, to tell you that one indomitable force has to give in. Joining me in riding the waves and becoming fan faves are your four players and pirate pancakes in the squall. It's Chipper, Rebecca, Seth, and Tyler. Hey, Patrick. Hello. Welcome back to the show, folks. How you doing, Patrick? This week, we are on Dead Man Roman Crits, finally taking on the next chapter of the adventure. So far, Rickety Hakes. If you recall the beginning of book two, that was chapter one. And then everything we've done since then has been chapter two. It's time to get on to chapter three, folks. I'm not going to lie. I could hang out in chapter two for a long time. If you wanted to take Skull and Shackles and spin it off into endless homebrew adventures, chapter three is when to do that. Or two, you know, you can just live in forever. It's it's so fun. Like I I really like um, that map we had at one point showing all the shackles and and you know rolling knowledge to figure out where the trade routes were and where we wanted to decide to kind of sail around and find potential uh, ships to take. This it, this was fun. This has been fun. I mean I, I'm happy to have a more concrete goal for us to sail towards on the horizon. But boy was it fun just messing around in the in the shackles. Oh believe it or not, there's more messing around to be had. But um, yeah, are you, are you ready to officially move on to the next challenge? I was going to say, uh, speaking of, of next chapters, this is the first episode we've recorded since I have officially become a software engineer. Ooh. Congratulations! Yes, yeah, so are we going to get more laid back, Seth? <laughs> Relaxing, Seth? Well, actually, I've been meaning to talk to you about this, Patrick, but my rates have gone up. <laughs> oh, dang. Uh, that's good all right fine five jelly beans but no more <laughs> all right as long as we make sure they're not the gross ones uh, I, don't, I don't key rush for less than 30 dollars an hour <laughs> <laughs> folks folks uh no let's let's dive right back in literally and figuratively as once more we begin an episode in the captain's quarters of the tidebreaker and we see a couple of ladies aside Captain Cassius, the ever-present Sandara Quinn, and first mate Alaris Del Karen, the priestess and the bell ringer themselves. Across the table, the inscrutable Honto of the Salt Foot and Candoso, the Ramadumi Mage. Sandara's looking at the, the table where there's a, a number of maps of the, the shackles arrayed and says, uh, looks like we are headed to an island marked here as, as Windward Isle, though there's nothing but open sea for miles around it. If, if we go, they will certainly see us coming, but perhaps maybe if we put in at dark? Though if this place is as guarded as they say, that might put us at a disadvantage. Uh, from beneath the table, uh, another one of your officers pipes up and Rosie Cuswell says, Then we take the advantage away and, and charge in at first light. Keep the sun in their eyes and attack their eastern side at dawn. We'll know. We'll, we'll let them know we're coming, and we'll put the fear of the gods in them. I can't help but uh, agree with Rosie here. I think there will be little room for subterfuge or thievery in this particular instance. It's legendarily well guarded, and if someone were able to have found a way to 
to thief into the place or enact a bit of unkindness that I think they would have already found that out. We've gathered our crew, we've got confidence, and we're on a string of good luck. I think it's time we put it to the test with with sword and arrow. Ambrose Croup, the ship's chef, but one of the most veteran uh, pirates, having served on many a crew, speaks up and says, uh, Captain, I, I think either of those ways, you know, well, we'd be likely losing a, a number of crew. Uh, if in your recall, even Barnabas Harrigan, he was said to have tried to take the, the rock and, and, and wasn't able to. Mayhaps you you all sue under flags of peace or aim for a parlay. Uh, island fort like that be needing supplies and, and we've got plenty of food and water. Perhaps there is a diplomatic way to, to start things off. And well, worst case scenario, you, you all can gain access and, and figure out their defenses from the inside if it comes to a stand-up fight. Now that'd be a fine idea. Any more thoughts along those lines, officers? I've already spoken for all the officers, so that's you other three oh. here. <laughs> I, I I was kind of looking at me players there. <laughs> not not the NPC officers. You guys shut up. I'm thinking. <laughs> what do you guys think? Um, your players, Tyler. My. It, what? <laughs> yeah, I know, right? The audacity of me. It seems to me that this is a good idea. We can uh, both uh, sneak up and, and hide out, but also have the light of day to help us. Do you think... Uh, do you think Alaris would be interested in maybe imitating a noble? <laughs> Always. I don't know. This does, she have, does she have anything that would let her do that? I don't think she does. Actually, I, I, I've I never, think... I've never seen her do. She's such never a... mentioned it before. No. Yeah. <laughs> but perhaps, perhaps we could come. Uh, you know, we could sail as if <clears throat> under a a diplomatic tie, and perhaps you can. Um, either dress yourself as a noble person yourself or as a messenger for a noble person, and we can just lie our way to uh, something substantial. Um, <clears throat> I, I have a dumb thought. question. So I know Windward Isle is where we're headed. Is that the fortress? Is that where we're going right now? That's, yeah, perhaps. That's, yes. That's, okay. that's what your your crew member has pointed out, is they, they sailed by this island and found, indeed, a, a large multi-story stone castle on it. And we've learned in the past that, uh, or gleaned somehow, that uh, an, a long, long time ago, there was a pirate queen, and we believe that her descendants... Perhaps, lived. yeah. It, it is said that one of the things that you knew about um, the... The island and the the fort uh, was indeed Magna Stormeyes. A free captain hundreds of years ago was said to have risen to prominence indeed by uh, settling and, and building Tidewater Rock. So how exactly would we, I mean, disguising Alaris is one thing, but how exactly would we disguise the ship and all of its crew? We're going to pretend that I'm a no- Well, I think we choose to keep some of the crew hidden below decks um, there, I think if we present ourselves as very heavily manned, that would look a little bit off. Um, so <clears throat> keep and and essentially just try to show maybe only have. I mean, because this could be like a contract ship, right? Not all the sailors need to look dignified. You know, you're gonna. I think you would present yourself as a a lesser noble house. You know, we don't want to try to. We don't really want to make it seem like we are trying to. House Rune, open up. Yeah, 
yeah on equal footing it's like oh well we are we are new we are untested and we are looking to create trade we're looking to secure our trade lines you know can we count on you um we can you know we have strong ships and blah 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 uh and so we'll just have kind of the about the minimum people on deck that we need and the rest will just have to hide and the people we have on deck will be those that i think are the uh presentable so Albert will be below deck. <laughs> Itchy toe, Greg and Albert up top. It's, no, Wait, he's he's dressed in scale mail now. He lo- he looks very nice. All of his feathers are covered up. But... Uh, yeah, uh, no, below deck. <laughs> 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 uh, but we'll right, we'll so, have. So are yeah. you thinking that she? I mean, she would approach the gates by herself, or I mean, no. No, 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 you'll have your, you'll have your, you know, dip, you'll have your diplomatic team, right? You'll, gotcha. you'll have, okay. you'll have myself and Candoso. Um, you know, we can even, we can even say, you know, Honto is our, is our kind of, uh, what do you call him? Advisor to the Soddenlands. Uh, <laughs> Honto, don't talk. <laughs> Lizard diplomats. Exactly, exactly. How far away are we from the Soddenlands? <laughs> well, Hundreds of miles. I mean that, that. I mean that can be. You can be like, yes, our our the, the trade lines we are establishing are far reaching. I mean, we don't know the extent of information that they get outside their little castle. Um, we're gonna lie a lot. Um, and you know, so we'll just we'll just take a few. We'll take a small group, uh, and we'll just fly diplomatic flag. We'll fly a nice flag. We're not gonna just can sail in with the Roger. Can I just say I'm getting major flashbacks to season two of Cosmic Crit when uh, Talara had to sneak into a prison and pretend to be. Uh, Aslanti mm. captain. Yes, or this something. is very similar. Yes, this is very similar. <laughs> that is very similar to what we're about to uh, about to attempt. Speaking of which, uh, do you want her to impersonate someone specific, or are we just going for a made up, you know, diplomatic? Yeah, I think we're going for a made up diplomatic thing here because I, I don't want to Im- imitate someone specific. Because if this person is very well informed, then that gives them a high chance to see through it. If we present ourselves as we are very new, so it's more likely that you haven't heard of us, even if you are well informed, and uh, you know we'll have to make up some. You'll have to you know roll bluff and society to make up your lineage because it's all going to be fake, uh, and we'll you know we'll just say that we have. So who is the we? Do we have, are we saying that we own an island somewhere or we are? I don't know. Maybe that's a good question. Maybe that's a good time. I don't know. Patrick, can we roll so, roll like a society or a nobility lore to figure out what would a, a good kind of region for us to claim our fake noble lineage from? I feel like it would be wise for us to go in with a pretty well-formed lie. I, th- yeah. also I think as far as skills go, you're you're going to want to do deception for impersonation or or creating the lies. Uh, surprisingly enough, if you want to produce something like a, a signet ring or a oh, seal or paper, that is a society skill check. Uh, okay, create create for forgery is society. Let's do that. Let's I think mm-hmm. we let's forge some documents, mm-hmm. a signet. You know the kind of the the basic things that we think a either a, a noble person or a noble person's messenger would would have to you know make to back up their. I have a surprisingly good crafting skill. If that helps. What is your society? Good at arts and crafts. Uh, society is an eleven. Okay, so I will try to maybe my society is a seven. I'm imagining Honto and Kandosa's society is not great. I was I was going to point out that if we're talking about presentable. 
uh, folks. There is a very well-dressed kobold on the board. On board. That's true. He actually he has could, fine clothing. Oh. We could bring him along. Actually, it, it might make sense to kind of cherry pick who our diplomatic team to be, so that we're you know believable. Uh, that would make sense. Yeah. Well, what if things go real wrong? Do he, oh, I'm say, I mean, Hunto's don't... still there. Hunto is okay. still there. <laughs> I was about to say, don't, don't. I'm not, sw I'm not doing front, a swap. Front load level two characters. Right, but I, I think we can we can present some people like Hanto as guards. Yeah. Royal escorts, or not royal, but, you know, guard escorts. And other people as the actual diplomatic team. Uh, well, what's Cassius going to be here? You've got fine clothes yourself, right? Cassius will be a part of the diplomatic team. Uh, he will be, I think we'll just, you'll literally probably present him as, oh. an easier lie would to present him as um, your privateer to the shackles, essentially the person who keeps your supply lines free of other pirates. But we could get into, you know, we can make up what, Cassius does, but he can be just a part of the the diplomatic team. Yeah, don't tell me, don't tell me your guys' character you're making up yet. Come up, uh, of course, as naturally as possible. But oh, it, it, it's names, huh? it sounds like something you want to uh, try in. If if the four of you are going, is there someone else you want to to bring along or? Not, uh, not, not Owlbear this time, I guess, is, <laughs> as yeah. you go on, on your away mission. Sandara might be a good option. She's presentable, right? Uh, she's She's no. got more piratey yeah. affectations than uh, than most crew. <laughs> uh, I guess maybe not Rosie, but um, you probably want to leave some officers behind on the ship. Yeah, um, yeah that's true. Where is, where is... I see Sharga. And I see Kovic. Where's Where's Bartleby? And uh, oh, there's Ozzy. Okay, there's Bartleby. Oh, yeah, right, we... right by your side, sir. Hmm. Where <laughs> I will always be. Hmm. I think we bring Bartleby and Ozzy. I mean, Bartleby. Oh no. <laughs> Bartleby can <laughs> Bartleby can be like. I mean, he can be. I'll take know, notes. Keep yeah, he can take minutes. he can take notes, and if she asks any finance related questions, you know, he can be like, "Our our small." noble house boasts this much stuff you know so that can be his expertise sure and ozzy seth seth already mentioned ozzy looks very presentable in his fine clothes maybe have him would ozzy be willing to hide some of the like vast collection of religious affects he has or do oh, those certainly he okay trust me he, th those go away uh without a single complaint mm. <laughs> <laughs> They're only there when he needs them to be there. What what does Ozzy think about being picked by the the captain for some kind of special assignment? Well, I, I mean, I guess how is he sent for? Is Cassius Cassius coming along personally? Do you just like or? come and tap him on the shoulder. <laughs> Pretty kick, much, kick the door open and shout. <laughs> Where's Ozzy? Here, I want you. <laughs> uh, but no, I mean, it's, he's. <laughs> B-team, saddle up! <laughs> half of you, only half. <laughs> he, he is perhaps surprisingly casual about it. He's like, oh, what's the con? Oh, oh we're trying... Oh, not, it's, it's that scene in Ocean's Eleven. The, the team's yeah. coming together. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'll tell you all about the con. Explain the details. If we're yeah. lucky, we'll be able to get in there and make observations, leave peacefully. And once we have a good lay of the land, maybe we can come back violently. Or if things go poorly, then... At least we're already hopefully past a few lines of defenses, and we can use the people. We'll, we'll come up with a signal, a horn or some fire or 
a bear. I don't know. I don't not haven't got to the signal part of things, but if things go poorly, then we'll have reinforcements on the ship. Be able to secure a, a retreat if if we fail or push for victory. Um, Ozzy will, will like look around and be like, so who's coming? Oh, you know, pretty much everybody who doesn't look really piratey. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so uh, that'd be you, you, me, Bartleby, Alaris, Candoso, Honto. Imagine Mahim just looks like really dejected, like, Aww. Yeah. Sorry, Mahim, but you look too cool, and we can't be introducing anybody as the Naga killer in this mission. <laughs> Wait, I mean, he's, he's got like an open shirt and just <laughs> tanned <laughs> and oiled and, and ripped, and just like, I understand, Captain. <laughs> yeah. Uh, do we Wait, have you're any... bringing the lizard? <laughs> I, we, I, want, I want to present a few people as guard escorts and. So we'll outfit we'll outfit Honto to look like the the muscle and the protection. All right. I don't know if we have another person that would fit that bill. I guess we could bring Sharga because I think that's only so that makes Alaris the noble, uh, and then Candoso, Ozzy, and yeah. Cassius as advisors. Bring bring whoever Bartleby, you want. Bartleby is the financier, and then I think we'll bring... I hope this person isn't racist. Um, and then we'll bring Honto and Sharga as the guards. Sharga's coming? I think so. Does that sound... It, is that, I mean, I'm just trying to think I of like... I hope B-Team doesn't move. die, but... Sounds like, <laughs> sounds like yeah. a squad to me. Eat but. that, Kovic. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing for you. I'm trying not to pick my own characters. Otherwise, it's just Cassie and Kovic. They're going to be like the buddy cop movie of this show. <laughs> All right, so you guys are getting ready in, in finery, and do you want indeed to try and forge some some paperwork, some some seals Please. of of noble birth? So that is part of a like I said, the society skill. Who's got the better bonus? Mine's eleven. Rebecca does. She is the best. Uh, Cassius will helpfully assist. Okay, and your bonus is what? Seven. Okay, uh, so these are GM secret rolls. I'm gonna roll Cassius. Oh, can we can we first. tell you to use re rolls? Uh, I don't think that's how that works. But I, well, that's that's I'll, I'll that's tell mighty you what, unfortunate. I'll tell you what, you can use the re roll uh, based upon my reaction to just looking at the dice here. Cassius, that makes sense. And <laughs> Alaris also makes sense. <laughs> you want to re roll one or the other of those? <laughs> uh, I mean, I guess I'll stay. Rebecca? No. Nope. I, I said it makes sense. <laughs> All right, good. I've got two two roles here, and this is indeed Captain Cassius looking over your shoulder as he, <laughs> he tells you to use, like, more and more superlative language in, like, this this forged document saying that you were indeed <laughs> of a, a noble birth and family merchants or sailors or what have you. And, yeah, you guys sailing up. from the biggest noble family. <laughs> yeah, so where are we from? Are, just oh, let, we'll, let, place. we'll let you make that up in the oh, moment. Gosh. But what right. are you indeed sailing in at, in daytime? Sailing up like there is nothing amiss. Uh, yeah, yeah. We'll just sail during the day, and I mean, maybe part of the forgery, we made our own flag, our own noble, our own coat of arms. Uh, yeah, that so makes sense. Casual. That makes sense for what you rolled. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> Patrick's such a jerk. Cass, uh, Tyler, Cassie is definitely is like drawing a flag on there. 
as you guys are, are sailing through to where most maps claim a, a small, it's actually a collection of a few small islands and one larger one, the larger being known as Windward Isle. Uh, indeed, in the distance, you see what looks like a tower uh, rising like a, a solid block from the sea at the edge of this larger island as the tide breaker approaches. And you see the pounding surf rolling around its base and partially covering up uh, a set of steps that lead to its front gate. Arrow slits pierce the walls here and there and a, a single shuttered window opens high up on upon the face of the fortress. Uh, there's a roof of, of metal shingles rising from its battlements uh, where even as you approach what looks like a, a large bay in the, the center of this island, you can tell that there are folks moving around up there. Uh, it's it's not a large island. It's maybe two miles long, a mile wide, and is a lot of gravelly and, and shingle, rough shingle beaches. Uh, the central elevation is never above 100 feet, but at the top of it is indeed where the castle Tidewater Rock is located, if this be it. And so they have probably seen your ship coming from miles away. Uh, it commands a huge vista of the the entire island and, and some of the smaller ones nearby. Uh, there, there are some um, grasses and sh uh, shrubs and trees and a few boggy areas as well as some orange trees at the, the base of this bay. And I said the there is a natural and naturally deep uh, a section of, of the bay that kind of uh, makes up the, the center of the, the island uh, that is also directly underneath the castle. And if you'd like, that seems to be a place to put in your ship where you could put it in outside of the island and, and row ashore. Um, what would you like to do? You if. are you are correct in, in guessing that your ship will be in direct view of this castle's tower if, if you park it in the bay. I think that Alaris would uh, nobly stand at the front of the ship uh, in full view of uh, those who she is sure are watching them. Um, but let somebody else park the boat and escort her off the ship. I think, yeah, I think we will dock it where it is obviously intended for us to be docked and go ashore. But surely someone will take Alaris's hand. Yeah, uh, yeah, no, Cassius will happily do all the things that a, you know, an escort or whatever is supposed to do. Yes. <laughs> he'll help you down and he'll help you down into the rowboat. Uh, we'll, we'll grab uh, Itchy Toe Greg's coat and you spread it out over any puddles that you may come across. <laughs> Side note, where did we get the fancy clothes? Am I wearing the corset that we got from the ghouls? Oh, maybe you are, yeah. Oh, I hope we washed it. There there were For some sure. fancy clothes that were not on the ghouls' corpses. Um, oh, they, were in, they were indeed in the chests and things that were in the, the retreat that you found. Yeah. Um, so if you didn't sell them, they uh, yours to wear. Do the Arby's logos make it difficult to make a nobility check? <laughs> <laughs> Lord Arby of <laughs> Beefington. Oh, yes, please be Lady Arby. <laughs> Beef sandwiches. Um, <laughs> right, so I've... Uh, some some inter enterprising fans of Skull and Shackles have made different maps of Tidewater Rock. There's not an official map of the island in the AP, but I thought this one was a, a good 
representation uh, that you guys are seeing here. That's cool. Uh, there's also uh, this art here, Ooh. which I found, which I don't think is officially Tidewater Rock, but it's a good example of a, a huge kind of castle base right above the sea, right. uh, which, which I enjoy. And indeed, as you take a look at the steps leading up to the gates, you think at high tide, most of these steps would probably be underwater. So mostly about half the day, it'd be very difficult getting into this tower. Probably one of the reasons it's extremely defensible. Right. It reminds so, me, it remi oh, sorry, go ahead. You, you, you all are heading up together as a group, the seven of you? Yes, and I think Alaris would uh, happily take the lead um, uh, mm -hmm. with her best posture, um, but also making a show of looking around at her, uh, at the foliage and the orange trees that she's um, taking everything in, uh, making a show of, of uh, admiring the, the land that we have, have come to. Excellent, excellent. So it is a, a hodgepodge of folks moving forward, and as you get to the base of the steps leading up to the castle. From on high, about uh, four or five stories up uh, at the, the parapets there, uh, comes a voice calling down to you who says, uh, who goes there? Have you, you come to Tidewater Rock amicably or do you wish to be shot through and your ship set ablaze? Oh, I assure you, kind sir, that we are here as friends and nothing more. What's that? Speak up. I say, who goes there? He's, he's calling down from, you know, mind you, uh, maybe 70, 80 feet away. I feel like Alaris does not have the lung power. She would ask <laughs> one of her friends uh, who does to uh, oh, yeah. relay a message. And that, here comes uh, Sharga. She's coming up. <laughs> <laughs> Go, Rebecca, do it. <laughs> Breeze in intensely. <laughs> oh, Lord. Sharga's about to big bad wolf this castle. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Lady, gonna... Lady Clarissa is here of the Hesselmeyer family. She is here on a diplomatic mission to see if you would like to set up a trade route with her and her family. Um, uh, maybe a voice calls back down and says, I a moment. <coughs> um, nice to meet you, moment. At, yeah, maybe uh, uh, just about a half a minute later, um, a... Um, a woman's face appears at the, the top of the castle uh, who says, well, well, welcome, Lady Hesselmeyer. I, I don't think I, I have the pleasure of, of, of knowing your ship or your, your birthing. Where, where is it you sail from? We sail, sail here from Aromar. You probably have never heard of it. We're rather new. We are just setting up our... Um, uh, trade routes and uh, came across this this beautiful island on our journeys um, across the shackles uh, and uh, thought that perhaps the lady of this grand house would, would like to enter a diplomatic uh, agreement with us. Aramire? Is that, is that what you said? What is that, Where is that? Is that, that north or south? Erolmar? Um, it is southeast of, of where we are now. On the mainland, then? Yes, just on the coast. And and, and you come uh, for um, uh, purposes of, of business? Yes, on behalf of my father, uh, uh, Lord Hesselmeyer, who is unfortunately very elderly and cannot uh, travel himself, but uh, we are on, uh, on a search for uh, 
trade partners across the Shackles Seas. Um, and I see that you have um, a, a, um, a, oranges and uh, probably other things that you produce here and are probably in need of uh, uh, produce to be brought to you. So I thought it might be a um, uh, mutually beneficial to speak with you about how we might be able to help each other. Uh, why don't you make me a diplomacy check, Rebecca? Mm-hmm. 22. Pretty darn good. Indeed, as you're you're calling up, you know, the, the lady seems to be listening intently and moves back, and there's perhaps a, a minute of discussion amongst whoever's on the, the top of this this castle and uh, and calls back down and says, I, I will admit uh, inside the, the castle, um, but five of you, um, you lady will be a guest at our dinner table this evening. And and so long as you all are guests of ours, you will be treated quite well. But you may, uh, in, in order to assure your safety, please do indeed uh, feel free to bring any any weapons or, or arms you might have. But as I said, uh, but five of you are allowed inside. Uh, she will retreat inside and... Indeed, uh, you see maybe some some faces peering out from the the slits on the the second floor, and uh, perhaps some some movement from the the first floor. Watch out for flying cows, everyone. <laughs> Big problem. Special <laughs> lavosh. That was my first thought when someone said. Yeah. Right, right. So I was, I was look, looking for an away. opportunity to say to say we found them. <laughs> so we have seven with us. Yeah. That's why I invite as many as you want. <laughs> yeah, we can only take five. So there's Sharga, Ozzy, and Bartleby. Obviously, two of them have to go home. We're 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 putting out two torches today. I think let's <laughs> leave Sharga at home. Okay, so Sharga goes back to the ship. So well, Jabert, she, she can remain outside. Or, or well, okay, well they stay outside. Yeah. But uh, Jabert, Seth, do either of you feel strongly that either Ozzy or Bartleby would really want to participate? Oh, I mean, I mean, oh no, Bartleby doesn't want to be here. Bartleby, Bartleby <laughs> was practically dragged here. Uh, <laughs> if you tell him he gets to wait outside, he is on the ship faster than you can blink. <laughs> he's he's keys. Okay, well, you, you don't need me for this dangerous mission, Captain. Got it. <laughs> There's like a little dust cloud that kicks up behind his little Gosh. feet running. Oh, you, don't, you don't understand. You don't have to go back to the ship. You can wait outside. No, go back to the ship. No, I'm on yeah. the ship. Jabert, you have made the best B team character I've ever seen <laughs> okay so Bartleby will <laughs> will impress upon him you don't have to go in but you do have to stay here and Sharga will grab him by the collar <laughs> oh, no. so that so Ozzy will be the fifth one excellent excellent uh, so is indeed uh, Lady Hesselmeyer moving up the stairs first Yes, of course. She is, after all, the guest of honor. They are indeed salt-rhymed and uh, dewy, mossy steps leading up to these double doors. And you hear a very heavy lock being manipulated with what sounds like wrought iron. And as it opens, standing there in what looks to be kind of a storage shed of, of tools, boat parts, carpentry, are uh, four men. Uh, three dressed and, and armored as guards with a, a sigil upon their, their blue and, and black tabards of uh, perhaps like a, a storm. The the main man here 
you identify from the parapet as, as one of the ones I was talking. He's got slick back hair and, and sports a, a large handlebar mustache. Reveal who we're looking at. Is the art for this gentleman. Oh, he's snazzy. He's yelling at you. And as you uh, can can move up these stairs and, and move inside the castle, floop, uh, the, the man with the mustache is there holding a set of manacles and says, All right, ye, ye lads and lass, uh, here's the part the lady declined to tell ye while we have sup and, and, and talk to make sure you all are on your best behavior. One of you will be kept in chains in the guards' quarters. If you draw weapons or start any of it a funny business, I give the word and the captive is going to be summarily executed. Do you agree to these terms? Uh, that seems reasonable. I understand that you must protect yourselves as well. Well, then, lady, you get to pick. Oh, which of your men here will remain behind? Table talk for a minute. Oh, feel free. Feel Nothing free. Nothing against Honto, but I feel like Honto, <laughs> not a big fan of dinner parties. <laughs> no, but he is a huge fan of being chained up. Yes. <laughs> in manacles, right? Yeah, that's his favorite way to be. <laughs> it's kind of a thing for him. Yeah, that's true. That's true. That that would be a bit of a trigger probably for him. Um, uh, Kendoso can stay. Are you sure? Uh, well, I prepped so, fireball today. I mean, I'm, I'm good. To be fair, I don't want to send or I don't want <laughs> to. Your hands anybody. are going to be manacled. That's fine. I can cast um, with my toes. <laughs> Patrick, <laughs> can I? Patrick, can I? Do you have? I mean, because I could look it up. Uh -huh. What's how difficult would the thievery DC be, or is it thievery to get out of the manacle? Like Cassius is looking at him, and I think Cassius's first thought would be, "Can I get out of those?" Because if he thinks he can get out of those, then he would want to be met chained up so that way if things went badly he could just be like swoop just kidding and do, do, you, do you remember our, our our fun with pathfinder second edition locks yeah roll 20 times it, it will require a few successes and I think, I think being in the the manacles also would impart a great negative in That's trying negative. to okay. pick them <laughs> Well, and Kendoso not only that, is. but I feel like Cassius, knowing, I mean, because you have a good diplomacy skill and things like that, right? Yes. In yes, society. I do. So I feel like Alaris would definitely not want to send the captain or leave leave him behind because um, he can help her uh, keep right. up the lie, the deception. Um, so given given my option, be the best. Yeah. Sounds I like mean, it. I mean, I hate it. I don't want to leave anybody, but uh, if, if I have to choose someone, Kendoso is probably the best bet. No, right. how hey, could you? you? Oh no! You, you should blame me. We obviously should have brought Ichito. I just didn't <laughs> think I, I I didn't think this through enough. So it's on me. All right. So Candoso, uh, you're brought forward and indeed uh, put in manacles and uh, kept behind as uh, by, by a guard as the the rest will follow and lead you up a number of stairs here and reveal. Uh, a couple of, of places on the map here that you guys see of, of stairs and some doorways leading up through the various levels. The castle here till you guys are brought up to, I guess it's the fourth floor of the castle. Uh, brought to a, uh, a room about uh, twice as long as it is wide, sporting a, uh, a very long dining table with with chairs uh, the sconces upon the the walls have been lit here 
and you see what looks like a, a few elderly servants awaiting you as well as a couple of uh, guards as well. I think the ones that kind of walk you up will uh, maybe one stays back in the, the stairwell and a couple are going to indeed move Candoso to another floor after you're broken off. And that is going to be second floor. I'm revealing that just to the left of this first one here. Uh, Jabert, indeed, you are first led through a room that looks like a workshop, indeed, with um, uh, metalworks and the billows and things like that, uh, where you see a young boy uh, kind of uh, playing around perhaps with some um, metalworks and things like that. Do a description, quick description. At, at first, you, you think he's uh, much younger, you know, playing with these, these small, like, metal figurines and things but as you look up he's he's a he's an older man you know seems to have a, a simple mind and as he looks up at you he gives you a wide um, toothless grin and um, goes back to plane uh, you're led in further to looks like a, a small guards chamber where they they sit you down and a couple of the guards are going to keep watch on me yeah. uh, who is the uh, the simple fellow Oh, that's that's Clue, uh, one of um, the folks that the the Sigs brought in and, and took under their wing. Ah. The, the guards are pretty pretty nice to you. You know, they have no inkling of uh, exactly who you are. Obviously. Um, all right, yeah, I'll just sort of kick back and and uh, shoot the breeze with these two cool guards. <laughs> uh, the rest of you. Alaris, Honto, Cassius, and we got Ozzy up in the the dining room. You are allowed to take your your seats here and uh, around the table where wherever you'd like and and have a seat as uh, this this gruff gentleman uh, who seems to be perhaps a captain of the guard has a seat as well. Wait, people that come in, uh, an older woman, an older man, who will indeed start filling up glasses with a, a crystal clear water and start bringing around uh, small tin plates of, of mixed salad greens and radishes with what looks like a creamy cheese sauce. Uh, what do you what do you guys do? Is the lady here or uh, no. no? Okay. Um, I think Cassius would. They're just they're just kind of we're just all mingling until we wait for the lady to arrive. Correct? Is that the vibe I'm getting? Well, the guards are standing at attention, um, and the servants are indeed serving dinner. The only one that has sat down is this mustachioed gentleman, who just kind of, I mean, he's not really saying anything, and just giving you all multiple visual pat-downs, and, you know, can notice your, is looking at your weapons, your armor, and things like that. I'd like to look around the room and see if I can glean anything about um, uh, how wealthy these seem, these people seem to be, how well kept this place seems to be, um, any sign of the outside world. Hmm. Uh, just kind of trying to uh, get an idea of how these people live. Why don't you make me a society? This one you will, you will know. That's a 29. Oh my gosh, you're so good. Yeah, you notice perhaps a few coats of arms and things along the the back side of the wall. Um, some are are banners, and, and some just kind of um, painted on on shields and things. And you notice the the table is um, there are several utensils laid out in, in front of you in a traditional kind of inner sea manner. 
from that roll, you can easily recognize the correct fork to use with this salad, but you also know, indeed, very impolite to, to eat if the table is not fully, she does not appear. Oh, I'm certainly not going to take a bite. Even okay. Rebecca knows that. Well, I'm just saying your character might not if you roll poorly. You might be like, <laughs> it's chomping down time. Honto is right. good. So we know laser focused mm-hmm. on everyone else. <laughs> He, he he knows he he doesn't know how to behave in these situations, but he knows that when he's in a situation he doesn't know how to behave in, he 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 does he does the whole gamut, the monkey see, monkey do. Um, yeah. Except he's he's like about fifty percent more stiff <laughs> than right. everyone else. Sitting straight up in the the chair back there. Alaris is going to make evil eyes at at her crewmates, make sure that they know not to eat the food in front of them until you know. <laughs> Not, hold on a bit. She's staring daggers at you. <laughs> Ozzy apparently is very well aware of. Uh, oh, uh, yeah, you're well, well as well. well. Um, he is. Uh, he is. Uh, he's sitting down uh, with proper posture. He's got his napkin tucked in, and he is <laughs> making sure to have his flatware arranged, and just sits there and waits politely. You guys are very good. Cassius is trying to figure out how much all the. Cutlery will sell for. <laughs> yeah, I guess this is probably some priorities. Some some fine silver here. After a little while, maybe a few minutes later, uh, a woman in a long shoulderless purple dress with a matching collar arrives from a door from an adjoining room and takes her place at the head of the table. Uh, she carries with her perhaps like a, a large fan and allows one of the, the elderly servers here to, to pull out her chair and, and seat her. And she will start by saying, welcome guests to Tidewater Rock, our, our humble home. I am Lady Agasta Smythe, ruler of this castle and of Windward Isle. Uh, you've already met my master at arms, Royster McClee. Uh, please relax, enjoy dinner. We have prepared tonight, I believe, a five-course meal. After this, we'll, we'll have boiled crab hors d'oeuvres, uh, then bread and, and, and goat cheese plate, followed by roasted lamb shanks to cap it off. For dessert, a delightful blood orange galet with whipped cream. Please, please dig in. I can't tell you how generous this is for you to share all of these uh, fine foods with us. Uh, we have not eaten like kings in, in quite some time. Well, I must say we are taken aback to have guests unannounced we you might understand are are a bit far away from from the mainland and there aren't many trade routes that that come this direction yes may i ask where you sourced your food ingredients from i'm i'm curious this seems to be such a fortified uh location royster speaks up and says i the rock shan't be taken uh Lady Agatha says, well, much uh, here is is from the bounty of the sea, as well as the the islands here and and surrounding us. Um, We have a a small goat herd, as well as uh, some fruits and and vegetables on on this this rocky shore. Um, But please, enough about us. Uh, We we do not get guests very often, and we are always always interested in, in comings and goings. Uh, regale us with your tales, your adventures outside of this island. Well, as as I said before, we uh, hail from Elmar and... Erelmar, sorry. And... Um, <gasps> <laughs> I misspoke. Erelmar. And um, 
have have been on the sea for some time. We stopped in uh, Magnamar and uh, do I know any other cities that are not pirate cities? <laughs> well, make me a geography check. Gosh, geography lore. Geography. I mean, we could have stopped in at pirate places. Is that awful? You got to resupply somewhere, right? Uh, how do I roll that? I don't have that lore. Um, perhaps just a a general intelligence check. Okay. It's a 20. Yeah, it's pretty good. You're able to pull up a whole number of ports, perhaps along the, the coastline here. Great. Um, Maybe even including the one that we all got snagged from at the beginning of the adventure. Port Peril. I was port I was peril. purposefully leaving that out because I feel like that's where pirates go. Um, but uh, all right. Uh, and um, have been uh, meeting with the leaders of, of each of these uh, towns and ports and trying to establish some trade routes. As I mentioned, um, my my family has just recently um, really uh, taken over this uh, this new city and, and established this new city. Um, I say city, it's, it's really more of a township, uh, but we aspire to, to greater things as, as everyone does, I'm sure. Oh yes, of course, of course. Well, if if uh, are are you laden uh, currently? What 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 brings you uh, this way? What is your ship traveling with? Booty! I, I, oh, that's I, inappropriate. I shouldn't say that. I, 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 it took me a second to remember what laden meant in that context, and I was like, "Well, that seems inappropriate." <laughs> I thought you Tell were. Me, a, are you I laden? You were a lady, lady. Uh, uh, uh was it Augustus? Agasta. 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 I'm sorry. Can you can you not see her nameplate now? Oh, yes. oh, there it is. Yes. I'm pretty sure that's Augusta like the female Smith. version of what a director writes when they don't want to be no- associated with a bad movie. <laughs> Agasta Smythe. Um, our 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 primary um trade at the moment is unfortunately um happens to be uh. Uh, citrus, but we do have, uh, and I, I know that you have uh, plenty of oranges. I saw beautiful oranges, orange trees on our way in here. Um, we do have some uh, wonderful uh, pink lemons uh, aboard our ship, if if such a thing would would interest you. But uh, unfortunately, that's all we have left at the moment. Excellent, excellent. Uh, just for fun, Rebecca, what what is your deception bonus for uh, lying lies? Eight. Lying oh boy, liars that lie them. You set me up for this. Oh wait, but but if I'm trying to be pretend to be a noble, I can mm-hmm. use society instead. What's your bonus for society? That is Eleven. A little better. So uh, yeah, because of courtly brace courtly graces, I can use society to make an impression on a no. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I, I think a few things you're saying seem to um, uh, raise eyebrows in, in Lady Agatha. She seems taken aback, um, indeed impressed with, with what you've said so far. Why don't you make me a perception check real quick? 25. Mm-hmm. Um, you can tell she seems a fairly suspicious, perhaps, or... If she is behaving normally, perhaps behaving normally in this situation is a little a little odd, as she does seem to be eyeing you as well as you as you continue on. And um, uh, she'll she'll go in and, and talk a little bit about her past and and says, "Well, I uh, uh, as I said, I, I want to welcome you and and your 
your retinue here to Tidewater Rock. I've, I've called it home for um, a few decades now. I, I'm the widow of the late Bertrand Smythe and inherited the rock upon learning of his demise at sea many years ago. And before that, the rock, and she'll point to some of the tabards and shields on the wall. Oh, it was in the hands of the Kilcarrigan family, and, and before that, the Fromm clan. And it said we indeed were settled here upon this rock 200 years ago by none other than a, a pirate by the name of Magnus Stormeye. Interesting. So this, uh, her story meshes with what we knew about it, right? Can mm-hmm. I uh, detect any kind of lies or... Um, I mean, we only know about the old, you know, storm eyes. We don't know about anything newer than that, really. Yeah, I mean, it, uh, it, it is very possible that, you know, this place has passed from, from family to family over the course of 200 years. Indeed, uh, she seems, you know, to talk about her lineage as a, a noble woman uh, and, and her late husband, who, um, uh, oh, I, Iron Bird Smythe, they, they like to call him aboard his ship, the Lord of Tidewater Rock. Well, he was attacked by a, a rival pirate by the name of, of Captain Corolla Antiochus and her allies. Well, don't you know it? After that, they tried to come back after killing my husband and take his home as well. But they were beaten back like the dogs they were. Isn't that right, Royster? The Master at Arms is indeed like gorging himself on these... Uh, crab hors d'oeuvres and, and things while, <laughs> while you're talking, but uh, we'll, you know, back up that story and say, I indeed, ten of them dead for each one of our own. That's the price you pay. Cassius will park up. Just no surprise to hear the legend of Tidewater Rock's defenses reaches far across the shackles. Not only is it a beautiful place, but one that shall never fall, not in your lifetime or any of your ancestors' lifetimes, I believe. I, I apologize, good sir. What was your name as well? Ah, my apologies for not offering a proper introduction. I am Artemis Saltblood. I am the fair lady's advisor to the Shackles. And, and, and who be your the captain of your ship? I take command of the ship during wartime. That oh. be me. Well, well uh, welcome, Captain. And she'll go down the line as well. Seth, who's Honto? Honto. <laughs> <laughs> Who, who who might you be, good sir? Does does the Aruxi speak, good lady? Uh, he prefers to uh, not speak whenever possible. He's good to have around for muscle use. He he kind of gives Alaris just a very slightly puzzled look for a moment before he tries to fix his face. So good. Oh, uh, what about what about Ozzy? Oh, it's like they're asking for his name. Yeah, yeah. Making polite conversation, and and you, sir. Um, he uh, dabs at his uh, his his beak line a little bit, making sure he's nice and presentable before he lowers his napkin and goes, "Asusra Crafalone Wraithbane." Um, I, I I apologize, and and where might you be from? Oh, very far east. Uh, I I'm I'm pretty far from home. I'm something of a traveler, and uh, joined the lady in her quest as something of an advisor. Oh, delightful, isn't it, to have so many advisors? At hand whenever you need uh, to bend an ear, lady. Well, whenever you have a uh, burgeoning enterprise, you need plenty of advisors to help you get your feet wet, so to speak. Indeed, indeed. Well, I mean, I, 
I'm sure you won't be surprised to hear we are very open to trade with your your vessel, your your township. Um, though our, our coffers be old, we we have a bit of the gold of ages pass here in in the castle, and and we're always looking for especially supplies and and medicinals especially. But oh, I mean, what what is it exactly you think that we have to to offer you all? Uh, uh, we we are. A, v- a very small island. Aye, but you are a one of the few places that a ship can put into port and not be afeard of, of pirates or any subterfuge and attack. Those so places we... are becoming fewer and fewer amongst the shackles, and having an ally where one can rest their sea legs is a valuable thing nowadays. Mm. You'd be surprised. Uh, indeed, we, we have had many a pirate try and come here and, and make war against us simply for the the reputation perhaps they would gain for cracking the rock here, so to speak. Though no man has breached these walls before in nearly 200 years. I am jealous. Every fool that tries to throw themselves at your doorstep only increases your legendary status. You earn fame without having to try very hard as you watch those of lesser status die on your walls. Die they did indeed. The last pirate that came against us seemed not to care for his crew at all. Let them die by the dozen. Every hour sent another wave. Just be cut down by Sir Royster's men here. What What was that pirate's name again, Sir Royster? That And uh, Royster will, will look him and say, Barnabas Harrigan, of course. Uh, yes, yes, Barnabas Harrigan, the hated. I believe he might have had a hand in my late husband's death. Barnabas's name is known in the shackles. He is a cruel man and a slaver. There are even those in pirate society do not speak of him favorably, nor care for his presence. Two score of his men we we murdered that day, and he sailed away scot-free without any retribution, has not come back since. I imagine he didn't get the the boost in reputation he thought he would by by losing an entire crew. It hears it fills me with joy to hear that Barnabas's tail was sent tucked between his legs. It does. Do Do you know of that pirate personally? I mostly not so much personally, but by reputation, for sure. Can't say I've had more than a glancing encounter with the man. Being the lady's advisor to the shackles, I have spent some time in a few of the ports that frequent those likes, and I have seen Barnabas. Uh, he still lives then, Royster. You know, eating that uh, blood orange galay uh, will, will pipe up. It's dessert time. Just true. He, last I heard, he was sailing for more southern waters, I believe, trying to replenish crew and take prizes along the way. Uh, that is a, a, a darn shame. Aye. Um, as as dinner is wrapping up here, uh, well, first of all, uh, Tyler, can I can I ask your deception bonus? 13. I think if, if you're talking about Harrigan, um, this time the old master at arms Royster seems to look you over and, and maybe uh, we'll ask like one or two follow-up question, be like, you know, giving like a physical physical description of uh, the, the pirate captain Harrigan, just kind of like quizzing you about, about some things. Yep, that's fine. You know, Cassius has nothing to necessarily hide about. You know, I mean, he doesn't necessarily like a Harrigan, so we're actually on common ground with them here. So, and he's very, 
could be open about that. It's not exactly deception to say that we didn't interact with him much. <laughs> yeah, I was trying to choose my words very carefully. <laughs> I mean, I it's it's almost too bad that Cassius was talking because Cassius, I think, is the well, Cassius and Honto are the only two who really had a direct interaction with the man. Yeah, there's just uh, you guys. You guys know the meme of like the the kid who's like who's like red in the face, and you can see the veins on the side of his head. Um, where it's like when you don't get a chance to talk about X for like two minutes or something like that. <laughs> I have to imagine that's kind of like the composure that Honto has when they talk about Harrigan. And he's, just, <laughs> he's just kind of slowly, his eyes will dart over to somebody to see how they're eating this dessert and then go back. And then he just like hyper fixates on the, the act of eating dessert. You're eating impeccably. So my lady, uh, I we've met uh, Royster here. Uh, who else lives here um, in this uh, incredible fortress. Oh, well, there there aren't too, too many of us here, as, as you can imagine, um, but enough to, to keep the island up and and guarded well. Um, and we have, um, and she'll introduce the, her, her servants. Uh, well, this is Albers and, and Bernie, the Sigses. Uh, they've, they've been with me and before me, my husband, uh, their entire lives. It's nice when you can count on such loyalty to those around you. Indeed, indeed. Well, do you have anything in the way of uh, a, a bill of sale or um, per, perhaps some some paperwork? I, I might be able to, to look over something you can have sent from your ship. Yes, we had our, our uh, quartermaster draw up some uh, estimates for you uh, with regard to... Uh, what you may be able to expect um, as a part of our trade route. And as we continue to expand trade into the shackles and other locations, you can always request specific goods from us and we'll try our best to hunt them down. Excellent, excellent. Uh, she'll like clap and the, the two elderly servants will, will retreat downstairs and she'll stand up from the, the table herself and says, I, I want to thank you all for, for coming to dinner. Um, uh, Royster and, and the guards will, will see you out, and I'm sure that we will have a great deal more to discuss on the the morrow. Thank you, my lady. It's been a pleasure. She indeed seemed to perhaps uh, uh, excuse herself from the table, go through this this door here to the, the east fairly quickly, and Royster will, will get up and uh, wait for you guys to ready yourself to begin walking downstairs again. All right. Well, happy to go with him. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, before we leave i can can i just ask if if alaris i i'm very interested in these elderly servants do they do they like avert their eyes when you look at them or seem in any way mistreated or do you, you want to try to have interacted with them during dinner you know like um, small talk or something yeah, I wasn't sure whether that would be appropriate, uh, given my, you know, noble status. Uh, they definitely seem trained servants um, and, and well at it, but you, you get big grandma energy from Bernie Siggs, the <laughs> the elderly matronly um, servants, and uh, she might even, like, you know, compliment your your dress and seems happy enough. The, the older g gentleman, Albers, perhaps... <clears throat> A little more trained and austere won't um, won't really make eye contact, but that, that, a bit of his but butlerian training. Okay, but nothing strikes me as you know off that they would be present here or such a servant position. Um, uh, make a perception check for me. Oh, 
that's a 30. Natural 20 on the perception. Uh, you don't notice anything in the way of, you know, blemishes or marks on their skin. Indeed, they seem to be fairly healthy for their, their age. It's, it's not often on the shackles you see, you know, septuagenarians, 70-year-old. Yeah. Out here, um, Royster and, and Lady Agasta themselves are, you know, in their 40s, perhaps. So that's, that's like, considered old <laughs> out here, perhaps. Unless you're, like, an elf, I guess. <laughs> um, as, as they're packing up, can... Uh, uh, I, I, Ozzy probably didn't eat as much as his mm-hmm. companions did, being, you know, less than half their size. Um, he will kindly ask if he can collect some of what he did not eat uh, for their companion who has been chained in the basement all time. Oh, oh, I, thought you, oh I thought you were asking. I thought you were going to ask just for a doggy bag for yourself. And I was like, that's brave. But no, no, no. That, no. That makes, for, for, for the person yes. who had to wait. That's very <laughs> yeah. thoughtful. Oh, we, we can have a doggy bag sent to your ship. <laughs> Certainly. Candoso, is there something you want to be doing with your, your time literally just manacled and, and sat down in a chair? <laughs> anyway, I started blasting. <laughs> <laughs> you guys smell smoke. The entire castle beneath you is on fire. <laughs> fireball, fireball. No, I'm I'm just uh just kicking it, just kicking it with the guys. Uh uh, uh, funny enough, they're uncomfortable. <laughs> right, right. It's Kendosa's unique talent. Ooh. Uh, yeah, not much, not much of a deception. Uh, <laughs> what about a? Can you like diplomacy? Maybe how many guards they have? Uh, I got the same diplomacy as I have deception. I was about Uh-oh. to say, yeah, diplomacy. You could just try and you know, um, yeah, ask questions or twenties happen. It's, uh, I mean, there's only success and critical failure for gather information, but, uh, um, yeah, yeah. Then, um, I mean, yeah, I'll just, I'll just sort of, uh, hang out with them, tell, trade some stories, tell them about, tell them about, uh, uh, cool stuff about weather. I'll talk about the weather a lot. Um, <laughs> ask them about is, what kind of weather they get here. Like, do they have any like cool is, weather or is there something you want to know about in, in the action gather information? Uh, for a couple hours of of chatter, you can learn about a specific individual or topic. Hmm. I mean, I guess I'm I guess I'm curious about the 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 young man that I that I met. Him uh, mm-hmm. seems like uh, seems like there might be a little story there, and it would be worth be worth uh, hearing hearing about him. Perhaps perhaps he's uh, perhaps the the boy is not well, or perhaps the uh, is in need of some assistance or aid of some sort that I may have some healing capacities to help with. Very Candosa. The two two guards that you interact with, you know, maybe one leaves for a while and it goes and, and does some other, some actions and comes back, but uh, you're able to chat them both up uh, for a while. And, um, you know, they at first are very guarded um, when you start asking questions. Uh, come to find out uh, they, along with many other of the inhabitants here uh, are very protective of of the boy who um, naturally yeah. works as a, a scullion mm-hmm. here in the keep and eventually you are able to get the story out of them indeed the the late captain ironbert smithy uh rescued clue from a, a cruel pirate captain and, and brought him back to the rock and yeah he's been kind of just a foster son of the castle ever since hmm uh, is there a is there a, a specific pirate that this that this 
person shanghaied by. It is not listed here, but I, I, I can tell you that from what they've gathered upstairs, you can coordinate your stories. It seems like Harrigan is one of the pirates' allies of this Captain uh, Antichius, who indeed betrayed and murdered um, Ironbird Smythe. Mm-hmm. So it, it oh. might have been Smythe, or, or uh, it might have been Antichius, or, or another another pirate. But the, it was before his death, obviously. Okay, probably um, before he met Barnabas. Okay, um, I uh, I told him that's uh, it's not an easy thing to live with. Know what that's like. Mm. Feel like you can't, like you're out of control of your life. It is a truly noble thing to take him in, and I am glad that he has people like you looking. What was it you said your name was, good sir? My name is Candoso. It's a pleasure to meet you. And I, I stick out my, my manacled hands. And I'm nice to meet, nice to meet you too. Down. I'm a nobody. Nobody cares who I am. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Candoso um, and Honto ruin it for everyone. <laughs> uh, yeah, they, they'll be you know, fairly receptive to uh, to some of your your question in here and we'll let their guard down at the least about the young boy Clue. Yeah. Um I yeah, I will uh I will tell them, you know, we occasionally have encounters with pirates. If I am able to figure out who has mistreated this young lad, I will do what I can to grant him a mother a measure of uh, justice for his father. Uh, right, and before you know it, a couple hours have passed, and you uh, another guard sticks his head in and says that uh, you are to be let out and, and return to your your folks outside the castle. And as you leave, I think maybe maybe Clue is in the in this room, but it's down on the the first floor, and everyone else can get a, a sight of the, the young boy as he uh, kind of like waves everyone away <laughs> from from the castle. He says bye bye, and. Uh, as, as you leave Candoso, he says, bye, shark man, bye. He seems to have a twinkle in his eye. Um, I, uh, if I could walk close enough to him, I will indeed uh, clasp him by the arm and say, we will meet again. Excellent, eh? Yeah, that is, that is dinner at Tide Water Rock. He guys survived. I was very excited Woo! to just completely destroy Candoso if he had pulled weapons or something. Just that a, was nerve-wracking. I did not like sneaking around like that. Stabby, stabby. Hey, it, it's it's better for Honto to be there and not Seth the human because, man, close quarters dining experiences just don't work for me. <laughs> not ideal. <laughs> Much prefer what a, a night situation. Uh, right. So as you guys are reunited, you know, Sharga and Bartleby will come up and, and ask how things went, I imagine. Uh, mind you, this is full on like two and a half hours later. That you're you're coming out and heading heading back to the ship, I imagine. Um, yeah, but as soon as as soon as they kind of get a little clear of the door, Anto will actually kind of he'll he'll look at uh, Cassius and, and Alaris to a lesser extent, uh, Ozzy, and say, Captain Alaris, they don't seem like bad people. Aye, well, you'd be right. They don't be seem like bad people. Perhaps they haven't done anything quite too wrong in their life, but then again. I, I lean over to the whole group and I sort of whisper. I was like, "Did it work? Did we? I I guess it didn't work. We're we're walking back to our ship now. <laughs> no, no. Uh, actually, what I went the wrong? The whole, I have the deed to the whole island. <laughs> Nay, we can't. We couldn't do anything. Not with them having having you secured like that. But we are to return tomorrow and 
present them with what we can possibly offer, so we'll discuss tonight about what we are going to do. I mean, the fact that they be good people, or I don't wish... I don't wish... Honto, if you think I'm going to just storm in there and kill them all, I, I don't be wishing that. Uh, they do not seem evil in any way, and although I do want to use this place as a base of operations, take the fort from them, if we can do so without... with as little bloodshed as possible, then... I would like that. Why not ask if we can simply share the island? Oh, I think that would not go over well. <laughs> I I mean, I can ask, but if if I do, that means a lot more lying. And we can only lie our way so far and before eventually they figure out that we aren't who we say we are. And that usually ends up with a lot of angry, angry armed men. I mean, it's, yeah, like, I mean, like, if we were going to go that route, you know, it would just, it would have been best to just come up and say, Hey, can we make a base on your island? Which they would have, you know, never allowed. So it's uh, it's yeah. it's very clear uh, after after you speak, Cassius, that your words have rather than uh, uh, spread themselves like a nice even coat of Jif peanut butter yeah. onto his yeah. brain, it's dug inside and it started weaving a course. <laughs> and he is not sure how to respond, so he doesn't. He he does what is. He does a pretty, probably a pretty familiar thing at this point where his, his brow just kind of froze and his gaze kind of remains downward while he thinks. I have to agree with Honto. I was rather hoping we would go in there and find out that they're monsters. It would make it very easy to justify taking their home, but they seem to take good care of the, their people and it does make it harder to take anything by force. If it make you feel any better, their home was built off the backs of a pirate who killed and murdered his way across the shackles and they've sat in their ivory tower for years, leaking off of his glory. So don't, so although yes, these be nice people, it's not like they don't have a history of bloodshed behind their nice trimmings. You're not necessarily taken from the best of people. You're taken from the ancestors of Magnus Stormeyes. So I don't know, he probably killed enough people to at least make them half bad by association by blood. Is that, is that? Cassius's actual viewpoint on the world. If, if you've got any blood on your hands, it's the same as having them completely bloodied. I mean, no. <laughs> he's just trying to be persuasive. Because <laughs> he still wants... I mean, I think... and I mean, it's like Cassie said. These don't seem like evil people. So, you know, Cassius has no problem... I don't know, bringing the sword to intolerable evil. Like, I mean, Barnabas is, is pretty intolerable. Wouldn't have a problem there, but these people seem uh, to just want to kind of live on their island. Uh, they don't seem to have much ambition to do anything but pass along this this fortress for years and years. Um, and so, but at the same time, he is a pirate and he does want this fortress. I mean, it, it's not inaccurate like you know there's a conflict of ego and and morals here cassius wants he he wants the infamy of being the crew that took the tidebreaker tidebreaker rock that will gain us influence and and power in this region which we are looking to do at the same time he doesn't want to be known as a murderous cutthroat that just kills innocent people so if you know i he's he's trying to figure out in his head how he how to take the castle um, but not necessarily um, leave just a, a massive wake of blood. It's a it's a big big question, and that's why a lot of pressure on the captain's shoulders. Uh, are you guys heading back to the ship to to rest up? Maybe everyone mull on it overnight. I think so. 
not not, have, we, not we attacking have, we, in the night or anything, right? <laughs> no, we're not going to attack in the night because I mean, you, you described how how many defenses there are. I mean, we saw they. We don't know how many guards they have necessarily, but we we saw quite a few. And yeah, that, to- totally that, something I, I thought Jabert was going to ask about in his <laughs> his gathering of information. And <laughs> and, uh, and we know that that door is going to be extremely hard to get through by force. We oh, don't have a battering ram. Nigh impossible, or, yeah. Yeah, or anything. So any attack that we make is going to have to be f- from the inside. Um, so we build a Trojan horse. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> we tore our ship down a giant and we built rabbit. a horse. <laughs> giant rabbit. That, well, yeah, giant rabbit. So, I mean, hopefully, I don't know necessarily you know, what we're going to do. I, I don't know if we're going to come back tomorrow and she's still going to insist on keeping someone locked away. If she does, this makes it very difficult because that means someone's going to be, we're going to have to either try to prep a way for them to be able to get out of manacles very easily and fight back mm-hmm. or hope that we continue to to ingrain ourselves um, to where she doesn't, to where the, the lady of the castle doesn't feel like we have to, she has to some, shove one of us in a cell. How, how is Candoso feeling about it after the, the officers kind of discuss things? Um, we've heard from everyone but you, sir. Yeah, I mean, they seem like they're well supplied, but ultimately they would be vulnerable to a seed. Um, uh, simply because they have no way to sort of project power outward, right? Um, it seems to me that they could use an ally with a, with some with some teeth that can sort of do some zone defense. Um, Candoso is generally of the belief that honesty is the best policy. Um, um, Hanto and Candoso are very similar in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is uh, it brothers is, from uh, different brood mothers. <laughs> Um, yeah, so I think I think his uh, his perspective is is that uh, we've 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 t- we've we've gotten ourselves into a little bit of a sticky web here um, with all these all these stories and and schemes, and we thought maybe we'd sneak in there and and surprise a bunch of you know evil doing pirates with uh, with our, our cunning trickery. Um, but indeed, what we found was a, a decent community of folks, um, and indeed, Candoso. Uh, uh, feels as though uh, uh, he um, owes something to a young man on that island, so I would really prefer to not have to go blast him. I mean, talk about, you know, similar backstories, uh, much like Clue himself, both you and, and your brother were, were taken by uh, by Chalaxians at a young age and ripped from 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 your ship. Yeah, and it's, uh, I mean, it's yeah. I, I, I don't wish to see any harm befall that boy, or indeed any of those. Well, none of the people that I met. They all seem like pretty decent folk, and so, mm-hmm. um, you know, yeah. I too, I too want to want a base, but I would, I would proffer um, that. Pardon me. Perhaps we have something to offer them that is not gold or fish, food or all the things that they seem to have in abundance. But perhaps they require power i mean i i agree i guess the my my foreseeable problem there is if we were to offer them you know hey if you let us make birth here uh we will we will help you militaristically if you are if, if anyone were to try to invade you you know we can run off ships pretty easily um is that there would have to be a ship here with people to do so 
you know, we can't go, we can't make that promise and then sail off to do our adventures on the shackles. That doesn't help them. So we would need a second ship and, you know, so I mean, I, I, I so I guess if you want to go the diplomatic way, we would have to go take a ship and then bring it back here under the geese that this is this is one of one of one of our kingdom or our budding uh cities you know naval vessels <laughs> and then leave a bunch of people uh which i'm totally fine with and say you know hey yeah we're we're we trust these people they will they will help you chase off any pirates who may who may come across your waters and uh if you you know and this is the ship's captain, Itchy Toe Greg. Yeah, yeah, and this <laughs> is the ship's captain, Itchy Toe Greg. And and in in um, in exchange, you will allow our our flagship, the Tidebreaker, to to make birth whenever she pleases um, from her travels. I mean, I think I think I think the idea of uh, getting a few extra ships under our flag is a good idea. Really cool thing. Um, um, I, I, don't, I don't know that we need them right now. I don't, right. I don't know I that mean, we need to like, like, like drop what we're doing and go like find a bunch of ships. But well, no, because because we're going now, back to part two of the book. Yeah, in, in their mind, we would have to, you know, go back home, which is which is far to the southeast, and make that arrangements, and then send a ship up to to complete that negotiation alongside ourselves. Like we would probably arrive with them. So that could be weeks, right? I mean that there's a there's a pretty big time buffer there so uh i mean yeah if they agreed i think that's something we could fulfill in in the future uh but that's all dependent that they don't google us via some other communication system i mean i mean here's yeah i mean i mean that's that's a that's a that's a nest that you know we we have woven for ourselves. I feel like we would have to come clean. Yeah, just, we'd like, have to come clean in whatever we'd have to come genuine clean we way we that. possibly could. Like this is this is what's up. This is what we were, you know. But I mean, this that's is, not this is very priority. Every business deal should start with a zone of truth in this yeah. universe. Well, uh, I I mean, if we wanted to go completely honest, here's my thought. Uh, we can go back up. And we can present them with like, you know, hey, here's some stuff we we do have. We do have things. We weren't lying. However, tiny lie about the noble thing. In fact, um, we're sort of pirates. Hi, I'm the captain. Uh, and <laughs> not nobles and, at all. Yeah. And furthest thing from nobility. Yeah. And two things that we thought we'd have in common. One, we also hate Barnabas Harrigan. We actually mutinied against the man because he kidnapped and enslaved us. See that ship? We stole it. Yeah, we stole <laughs> this the ship. This was Barnabas's ship from from him. We heard that he tried to take the rock from you, so we decided to come to the rock. And this is where we're gonna have to be very careful about not lying. <laughs> <laughs> we wanted to come and and you know investigate the place that defeated Harrigan and figure out what what you know what was the real story behind the legend of Tidebreaker Rock and figure out and Tidewater. and our or tidewater rock and You're our ultimate goal breaker. not confusing our, at all yeah i know <laughs> tidewater and our ultimate goal We're was to rename the island tidebreaker water <laughs> our our ultimate goal was to figure out some way to be able to make birth out of tidewater rock because we we as new pirates on the shackles don't have a place of birth and then and then we can go into the offer of we can offer you a outward military might if you will allow us 
this place of birth. What I mean, if instead we go even simpler and just leverage our 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 mutual hatred of of Harrigan and vow vengeance for her husband? Oh, we could ask if we could. I mean, we could literally become privateers if yeah. she will. Yeah, that's a thought. Yeah, mm. if she'll like sponsor us as as privateers. Exactly. Yeah, and, uh, we, with the promise of hunting use, down Barnabas. With the promise that we can use their their rock as a base when we need to, but knowing that if we come across Harrigan again, we are going to take him down. Yeah, we we would promise to take him down. That's a really good that's a really good idea. I really like that. Um I mean, and that serves us too. We would love to do that, right? I mean, I think all of us would love to take Harrigan down. Oh, so yeah, is this discussion <laughs> Is this discussion basically like a summary of what the officers are discussing back on the ship? Right. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I mean, so cat. So there are two. You come things. up with a couple of ideas here for for potentials, and I imagine you're you're bringing Sandara and, and Rosie and them in, who you know from from all your reports kind of feel there the are, same way. Maybe maybe right. there's another way going about it besides attacking. There there is a saying uh, where I come from, Captain, that. If you build a house on sticks, it'll eventually get to the point where it cannot support itself any longer. But if you use a, a the, the root of the tree as your base, your house can grow. Essentially, if you lie too much, it gets difficult to maintain it. Cassius kind of maybe takes his, takes his hat off and says, I want it to be stated for the record that you three be the weirdest pirates I've ever come across in my life. <laughs> Technically, technically, Bartleby's writing it down. <laughs> uh, uh, technically, I mean, only recently a pilot, pirate, mostly uh, uh, a woods hanger outer in. Will never be known as such. Is that your class, Jabert? Woods hanger outer in? <laughs> I feel like it's yeah, a little it's, on the nose to say technically druid. Well, I mean, woods hanger outer in. <laughs> Yeah, he's, he's, he's using... I'm working on a word for it. We've got our own language, but we don't know what the word for it is. He, he's, he's, he's doing one of the playtest classes, Patrick, didn't you know? Yeah, right. Woods hanger out or in? Now, now I, I'm... DM, by the way, everyone listening. Trademark, Woods hanger out or in. <laughs> this is our third now, party material. <laughs> We're going to have to write our own book. Now, to be honest with you, the fact, the idea of of partnering with someone and, and flying under, not necessarily flying under their colors, but having them as an allegiance does not particularly sit well with one such as myself. Now do I want to send a bunch of, of comrades into a fight that they do not wish to fight in. That is not my way. If you all think that there be a diplomatic solution to this and perhaps one that can be beneficial to both sides and although I do not hold any ill will towards Barnabas, one less bloodthirsty pirate on the shackles means more loot for myself, so I don't necessarily shy away from the thought of ridding the seas of his ilk. I'm willing to try this diplomatic solution, even if I don't be liking it 100%. Um, right, so you, th this is a late night meeting. You guys can head back to your bunks, the officer's quarters. They can vacate the captain's quarters and uh, maybe... Double the watch. <laughs> okay, and, and lingering behind, Sandara will uh, commend you on you know listening to to your officers. Something that uh, all the the best free captains certainly do in order to maintain maintain their crew and their crew's respect. Uh, that night, you guys can all grapple with these these ideas you've been bandying about. Perhaps sleep on it 
and, and see see how you feel in the morning. Uh, in the night, Alaris, uh, you are woken up in the officer's cabin to the sound of Honto talking in his sleep. The the Aruxes muscles are taut, seemingly shaking with with a, a chill. You see like small steam pockets perhaps rising off his lizard skin. And if you try and shake them, be deep, deep in a dream. Zonto, you're once back in the dreamscape. I should give you a chance here, sir. Can you make me a, an arcana check to see if you're able to <laughs> to take control <laughs> of this dream from me? I mean, I can roll the skill. 20's happen. 20's happen. Oh, oh my bad. God. 19. So that's an 18 good. with his minus one. It's it's good to know that you can't do this. I said the DC at 20. Honto <laughs> uh, obviously is trying to steer towards back to his homeland and the sodden lands back to the memories of the salt foot and, you know, where you were months ago before taking this plunge into the sea and piracy. But it feels like an outside entity is kind of dragging you away and you feel an icy water bath as you're pulled down under the ocean and pass you, you pass perhaps the wreckage of the death knell and the skeletal remains of whalebone pilk. You kept catch glimpse of a, a downed Chalaxian vessel and the, the witch captain, the water Naga you see beyond them in the, the murky depths, this ocean, hundreds of fish like eyes, glowing red in the dark, forming two monumentally large glowing spectacles kind of looking at you, seemingly staring back as you stare into this abyss. And as you wake up abruptly, fully awake, 100% uh, aware of your surroundings, uh, you can see Alaris here staring at you and you know without a doubt, just like last time, there are sea devils afoot, sea devils in the vicinity. What, what do you what do you say here? I, I think first off, uh, before he says anything, mm -hmm. uh, his arm instinctively reaches out for his father's spear mm -hmm. and draws it close. Before he sees Alaris standing right next to him, and he just literally, like on a dime, stops moving and just kind of stares into her eyes for a moment. Oh boy, they they are indeed are a little cloudy with magical energy as he's he's coming out of uh, perhaps another state. Is everything okay? You seem disturbed. The dreams are speaking to me. I, I feel like, do, is there a sense of danger? Oh, yes. You were surprised that one of these creatures wasn't where Alaris was, indeed standing over you, ready to slit your throat. They seem um, to be very neat. Yeah, he, he'll uh, he'll shake his head and he says, we're in danger. Go wait, Cassius. And then he'll uh, head out to the deck and uh, ring the warning bell. <gasps> ding, ding, ding. Of course, what form exactly this danger is going to take? Oh, that's a tale for another time here, as we'll get back to Tidewater Rock next. I mean, I will say, if we had chosen to try to take this place forcefully, having the Tidebreaker defeat the Tidewater would have been cool. But <laughs> that is true. You just got to combine the names afterwards and be like the Tidewater Breaker. <laughs> Tide uh, broke water. Any any like <laughs> like harbor master writing that on their bed like, oh, I don't have enough space. I'm gonna have to write on the margins. The Tidewater Rock Breaker. <laughs> That's too uh, I guess what's wrong. My Tidewater broke. We will 
see how how things happen next week but indeed have some combat coming to oh. your island yes and to the podcast um guys thanks so much for playing with me thank, thank you patrick thank you oh. patreon subscribers thanks so much for supporting us yet again as we take to the seas with skull and shackles Arr. Uh, until next time, uh, we'll see you then on Dead Men Roto Crits. Fire thee well. You're sounding more like Minecraft zombies. Oh. <laughs> <laughs>